This is the John Oakley Show podcast. At the University of Toronto, they've got a student group called Students Against Israeli Apartheid, and uh, they wanted to have a speaker who is considered to be a Palestinian terrorist, or at least as I've been made to understand. Uh, but it's been quashed now. They're not going to go ahead at 630 with the student club, but instead it's going to take place. He's going to be given a platform at the uh, office of the Canadian Union of Public Employees, CUPE, on Bloor Street instead. Avi Lolo has been uh, lobbying against this and trying to implore them to uh, stand down down. He's the Canadian human rights activist and president and CEO of Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center for Holocaust Studies. And he joins the Oakley Show to uh, give us some background on this. Abby, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. So uh, who is this character that was slated to speak, and uh, is he uh, a terrorist? <laughs> well, you know, uh, apparently his name is Issam al-Yamani, uh, and allegedly he was a member of or a former member of the Front for Liberation of Palestine, the PFLP, um, uh, an organization that Canada itself designates as a terrorist organization. So he's been living here in Canada, apparently, um, you know, despite um, you know being issued various um, uh, warnings from from uh, immigration and border and, and reviews, and still he's he's residing here, and he was apparently invited to speak uh, to this um, to this group at the University of Toronto. All right, when you say allegedly, uh, I mean, that sort of frames it as uh, potentially it's not anything that's been tested in court, so it may still be somewhat ambiguous. But my understanding is Border Services Agency has uh, ordered him deported, and if so, uh, why is he still here? Well, we're wondering the same thing. If Border Services has ordered him uh, deported and saw him as a threat to Canada, uh, why is he still here? Why has uh, this this case not moved forward? I think you know all Canadians in general should be uh, concerned also about the bigger picture in terms of Canada, in terms of how it is that we're handling um, people who you know our government identifies as a threat to to the country, and and so that's a big question for all of us. All right, and so uh, he's not going to speak at the U of T, and uh, I guess you're happy that they exactly uh, have stood down on this, uh, but he's going instead across the street to the head office of QP. What do you make of that? Well, look, first of all, the situation is that uh, these these controversial groups that are against uh, Israel, that are promoting anti-Semitism through boycott campaigns against Israel, are bringing in these these speakers, and these speakers are being utilized to um, almost gain credibility on a on a Canadian university campus, um, and 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 possibly incite. Um, students into that form of hatred against uh, Israel and the Jewish people. And as we know, anti-Semitism rates are climbing. And so we're obviously very concerned about uh, about that. And, uh, and now, um, you know, thankfully, he's not going to speak at U of T, and, and we've been able to stop that. But he is being, we're shocked, actually, that he's being uh, given a forum at CUPE. It's a reputable organization represented, uh, representing many public employees. And we just can't understand why an organization would put itself out that way. Again, with Avi Benlolo, he's with the uh, Friends of the Simon Wiesenthal Center for Holocaust Studies on this engagement that's not taking place tonight at the U of T. Uh, a speaker, though, that has a disreputable background, to say the least. I mean, uh, he's been ordered deported in 2005 for his terrorist associations. And if I'm to understand this correctly, Avi, uh, in 2014, he gave a speech in downtown Toronto that the Border Services Agency interpreted as inciting violence. That's against the law. 
Uh, yes, it is. I, I did hear a version of that uh, speech, and I uh, was shocked about what was coming out of uh, of his mouth. I, you know, I wouldn't repeat it here, but I, I was disturbed, and same with border services. So certainly, you know, it's not not the kind of rhetoric I think that that would be, you know, welcomed here in Canada. We're a compassionate society, and you know, we would be very concerned about this rhetoric coming against any group. So. Um, you know, it is cause for concern and uh, possibly a synopsis of, of what, um, you know, he will say at, at QP. Well, again, pardon my bewilderment here, but if we've got arms of the government, uh, Immigration and Refugee, uh, Canada Border Services Agencies, they make a call. Uh, doesn't that, that have any force in law at all? I mean, they've not expedited his removal, as uh, I was stating earlier before you joined us. I think he's uh, been ordered deported 26 years ago or something like that. Has he ex- <laughs> not exhausted all appeals? I mean, how phlegmatic is this country in, uh, you know, expediting the removal of individuals who are persona non grata? Exactly. And and you put it well. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, sadly, when you look at uh, Nazi war criminals, the same situation where they appeal and reappeal and, and appeal, and they've done that. And so Canada's had a hard time um, deporting many war criminals, in fact. And uh, not that he's a war criminal, but just as an example. And so, and so um, you know, I think we have as a country, we have to look at our own uh, policies and procedures as to how it is that we're handling cases um, that may be a threat to Canada. All right. When you say threat to Canada, some people might suggest, okay, but this is a free speech issue and that's the uh, nobler thing that we're standing on as a principle here or the higher ideal. You buying that? Well, no, this is not this is not merely a free speech issue. So, you know, many want to use that that that, that road as an as an excuse. Uh, this person was accused of having ties to a terror group, um, and we have to ask ourselves as Canadians: Is this is this something that that we should be concerned about here in our country? That there is somebody like that, and he is speaking for groups that are promoting. Um, hate and intolerance on university campuses and other organizations. And so, um, you know, these are very critical questions that we have to ask ourselves. Um, UFT, thankfully, have determined, have said this is not an issue of free speech. This is just something that is wrong and has actually determined uh, to, to remove this person from um, from its campus. So will uh, they be monitoring a speech at QP tonight? Any uh, reputable sort of arm of the government? I don't think so. I mean, I, I you know, uh, I, I wonder sometimes how it is that, uh, you know, unions and others determine, you know, who it is that they're going to, that's going to speak and, you know, who is monitoring that. Um, you know, I take it that it's a much more private uh, type of event as opposed to a university campus. Um, again, I would call on, as we are, I would call on QP and its leaders to really think about, you know, itself and whether this is the kind of uh, speaker and event that it wants to uh, gr- give credibility to. Um, I-, I would think that most Canadians wouldn't want that. We'll see. Avi, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, Avi Benlolo, Canadian human rights activist. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.